Greetings. Welcome to Get Right for Sunday. I am Pastor Wright with Vicar Pearson and Vicar Elect Lieber. So today we're going to do something a little bit different. Usually we talk about the texts for the coming Sunday, but today we're going to talk about Vicarage. This coming Sunday is the third Sunday after the Pentecost, after Pentecost, and um, it is also the installation of Vicar Elect Leaper. And the installation is to make formal what he is coming here to do. He is coming here to serve as our next vicar. And our vicarage program is the idea that we as Holy Cross get to provide the opportunity for a student to see the practical side of the ministry. How does it work from day to day, not just Sunday? And so it is with great joy and truly just flat out humbleness that we continue to do this program. So with that, Today, I'm going to ask questions of our current vicar and our incoming vicar. So, Vicar Pearson, in the midst of your vicarage, what does vicarage or what is vicarage to you? So, I'll go back to the statement I made. I think it was my first church council meeting or maybe my first voters meeting. Um, maybe it was even the first introductory Sunday where I came for Bible study, um, saying that I wanted to see what parish life was like on a day-to-day -day basis. And you touched on that in your introduction. Uh, but it's the idea of seeing what life is like in the church as a pastor and going through the rhythm of parish life, going through the church year, going through the lectionary, seeing uh, the same parishioners day in and day out on a weekly basis or on a twice-weekly basis or however often you see them, um, and gaining that relationship that plays... Um, the more human side of the church, because I learned the theological, the technical, um, the scriptural side of church work at the seminary. And of course, all your practical classes prepare you to take on this more human and embodied life of the church. Um, but the only way you actually get to experience it, the only way you get to live it, is if you are in the parish and you're immersed in it. And so in kind of an existential sense, getting to actually see what the pastoral ministry is in essence rather than what it is in theory. Um, that's what Vicarage has been for me, and I think that's what Vicarage is for me conceptually, too. Vicar-elect Leaper, at coming into this position, what are you looking at or for within Vicarage? How, how do you perceive it? I really like how um, how Vicar Pearson put it, you know, talking about what, ministry almost as life. It's not these concepts or theory or even just worship on Sunday, but it's life lived with people. And I think that's just something that you can't get in a classroom, like no matter how much you try. You have to just do it. You have to go and be with people, love them, serve them, worship with them, learn with them. And I think that's kind of what Vicarage means for me is living ministry kind of for the first time at least in this role and that's why I'm looking forward to it so much is because this is a unique opportunity that you guys are giving to me and I'm so thankful to to have that opportunity to have that chance to experience what it's like on the day-to-day -to, -day, to learn from people like you who have been doing this way longer than I have to see your experiences 
to feel you, the love and care that you have for each other and the community. You know, that's the type of stuff that is so valuable. And that's the type of stuff that will carry me through for the rest of my life. So, yeah. Vicar Pearson, so you have a little over a week left. What is the greatest thing you have learned? That's such a big question because I have learned so much. Um, I think the biggest learning experience for me, if I were to put, rather than just like one lesson I've learned, but just a learning experience, has been getting to preach so often and getting to preach so many different ways, uh, so many different texts, so many different situations. Um, in all of the, the situations, the scenarios they put you in, in your classes, your first two years of seminary, um, you get a you get a scenario that they give you and it's, you know, say you're at this kind of church with these kinds of people um, and you've got this text and whatnot. And you have to imagine yourself into a situation and imagine how you would preach to those people. But I've really come to value, and not that I didn't value it before, but come to really see the value in getting to know your listeners, getting to know your audience, your parishioners, um, because the sermon is not just to say what I want to say, it's to say what the people of God need to hear. And so getting to preach in such a way that all those instances, all those scenarios of getting into the pulpit, of delivering the Word of God, are not isolated events with theoretical hearers that you're trying to convey a concept to, but they're interconnected points on this timeline of parish life that you're speaking to real people who you know and who have heard the things you've said in the past who are going to hear the things you say in the future and you live day to day with them. And so living that, that sort of conversation through preaching has been really important for me and being able to um, get to know people and you know, where they are in their faith, what they find particularly impactful uh, different ways of preaching, whether it's stories or images or um, different things I can do from the pulpit that are impactful for them, and knowing that it's not just a good sermon because it's going to get a good grade, but knowing it's a good sermon because that person's going to come up to me afterwards and say that it was really impactful for them or say that um, that's what they needed to hear today. That's just, that keeps me going. Um, that's such a huge blessing to me. And I'm not asking you to come up and fawn over my preaching after <laughs> I get done with the sermon, but I am asking you to be open to the idea of um, living this spiritual conversation with your preacher. Um, it's really, it's a sacred relationship that we have, and it's a fantastic relationship uh, for a pastor and congregation. And so to get to live that as your vicar, that's been the biggest learning experience for me, seeing how much of a difference that can make in my life with the congregation. Vicar-elect Leeper, it's a similar question, and it's still loaded. Uh, the greatest thing that you are looking forward to learning? I, it is such a huge question. I think in part because I feel like a blank slate right now. You know, I'm coming in with, with knowledge and my own experiences, yes, but in a certain sense, I don't know what I'm walking into. Uh, there's so much that could happen this year, not just because we're in a unique situation because of, because of COVID-19, but because every church is just jam-packed full of unique 
surprises, joys, and challenges. So in a certain sense, I'm not sure yet. But in another sense, I'm really, really excited, and what I'm looking forward to learning is seeing what happens when the rubber hits the road. I'm a very idealist person. I, I love, like, sitting around on the couch or at the table talking with people, solving problems, you know, dealing with huge, you know, systemic issues or giant theological concepts. But in a certain sense, you know, when my friend or whoever I'm talking to leaves, that's the end of it. You know, what happened there, those ideas, they disappear. But what I'm excited about, what I'm really looking forward to learning is seeing what happens when those ideas don't just disappear, when they don't just fade away, but when they have the chance to have an impact in my life and the lives of other people. I want to see what are those joys and challenges that can only come from the complicatedness of life. I want to learn, like, what are the things that I never would have thought of? What are the problems that I never would have considered if I just stayed around my kitchen table? What are the joys that I never would have experienced if I just read a textbook in my office? That's what I'm really looking forward to learning. Vicar Pearson, as you are winding down your vicarage, the next big question, what are you going to miss about Holy Cross and your vicarage? Um, I'm going to miss the sense of community here at Holy Cross. Um, I really just, I have to brag on the congregation uh, there's such a fantastic um, community here between our church and our school. Uh, you know, I came from a church where the church and school relationship, I, I think it's fair to say, was just not as healthy as it is here. And so seeing that, seeing a, a church and school thrive together like that, that was huge for me. Very inspiring, um, very encouraging, and very informative as to what I can hope to look for if I do receive a call to a congregation that has a school and maybe implementing some of the the things that we do here, but a lot of it is so cultural. Um, just we have a culture of supporting our school, supporting our, um, our ministry in that way. Um, but also the cultural um, just community of people stopping into your office to talk, um, people catching you in the hallway of learning who everybody is and how they're all connected and hearing your stories and and everything that Holy Cross is on an individual level as well as on this corporate level that we all are as Holy Cross. I'm going to miss the comfort that comes with that and being secure in this place because I really did grow to um, kind of fit, fit in with that rhythm of life here. And something that your professors will tell you going into vicarage and you, you can really only ex you only know it once you experience it but they say your vicarage is going to be the best year of your ministry because you're going to get to do all the all your favorite things about ministry you're going to get to preach you're going to get to go on visits you're going to get to uh, do bible classes you're going to get to do all these wonderful things that you love and if something doesn't work out you're just the vicar if uh, if you get into hot water, you've got your supervisor there to back you up. Um, and you do get to live in this sort of honeymoon phase where you're the new guy, you're exciting and whatnot. And so I am really happy that I did get to really feel like I have had the best year of ministry. It's just been um, joy after joy after joy. And of course there's struggles and sorrows and difficulties and all of it. 
Um, but I really have just had so much fun this year. And not that I'm afraid that I can't duplicate that in the parish, but I, I do know for a fact that this was just a really fun year for me. And so I'm going to miss that for sure. Vicar elect Leaper, a very similar question, but not specifically towards ministry. What are you looking forward to for this year as a whole? I think as a whole, uh, not, not just ministry, I'm looking forward to what it feels like to step out of my community and come into another. I live on the seminary campus, and I'm going to continue to do so, do so just like Vicar Pearson did. But, you know, all my friends are moving away, going to their vicarages. You know, things are changing. The dynamic of my life is changing. I'm going to a uh, kind of a work schedule like I haven't had in quite a while because I've been doing college and, and seminary. So I think I'm looking forward to seeing what that change feels like in my life, to step into another community because I know that I'll have to do that in the future, you know. As much as Vicar Pearson might like to, to stay here forever, he's got to move on. <laughs> I'll have to move on at some point, you know. And while I spent a lot of my, my early days growing up moving around, it's always hard to adjust to a new community. And so I'm looking forward to experiencing that within a loving congregation, within a supportive congregation. Um, but to kind of take a step, you know, for my wife and I into a kind of a different stage of life. Yeah, I think to, to echo your point of loving and supportive, I mean, again, I gotta really be the biggest cheerleader for Holy Cross, but uh, this congregation is such a great fit for the Vicarage program because you're so kind, you're so welcoming, um, and you can feel safe here as a vicar, really getting your toes in the water of ministry, starting to step into this new thing that you haven't done before, um, and feeling like you can really spread your wings and start to do the work of a pastor in such a way that if it doesn't go great, if, you know, there's hiccups along the way, that people aren't going to come down on you and just run you out of town on a rail, but they are going to walk with you and help you learn and really foster that growth that's so important for for a vicar or any student going into the ministry. And um, that's part of what made this such a wonderful place for me to do vicarage is I always felt safe, I always felt supported, and I always felt um, encouraged to try new things in that regard. Well, and that was the humbling aspect of the vicarage program from the pastor, the supervisor perspective. The idea that I'm the one with the call and I bring you into this call and then you become that extension. And so it is as if I am speaking, which is weird because when I speak, it is as if God is speaking. And with all of that, the joy of the ministry, the joy of the office truly being extended in the safety of not only a loving congregation, but the protection of the call, the protection of the ministry, the protection of God's word and grace for Holy Cross, for the members. Uh, again, just, just the humbleness of the idea that it is not only just a connection, community, but a relationship and growth. 
both of you, uh, Vicar Pearson, you got to grow and will continue to grow. Vicar, like Pearson, you're a uh, leaper. You're coming in to grow. But all of this, I get to grow along with you because it's never stagnant on this side and, and to, build, to build up. But again, it happens in the midst of the congregation. It happens in the midst of community relationship. And it, it's a great and wondrous joy. And I'm thankful that Holy Cross continues to want to participate and continue to support this so because it is for the benefit of the church universal, the church at large, just not here. Well, with all of that, it is a wonderful opportunity once again to remind you that this coming Sunday is the installation of Vicar-elect Leaper, and we get to introduce him to the joys of the community and the members of Holy Cross. Please continue to pray for us. Please continue to be the wonderful members you are, and I look forward to not only keeping up this podcast, but keeping up all the great and wondrous things that we do. God's peace and blessings be upon you.